0: Northwest of Normal is a true crime podcast. The subject matter may not be suitable for all listeners and is not meant for children. Discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to Northwest of Normal, a true crime podcast featuring stories from the Pacific Northwest. I'm your host, Megan. Megan. And my
0: co-pilot
1: is my husband, John. Hi, everybody. So today, John, I've brought you here to tell you a story about Lily Fulau and Mary Kay Letourneau.
0: Uh, Mary Kay, that's the lady that started the door-to-door makeup sales.
1: (laughs) Exactly. We're switching from crime. We're going to talk about Mary Kay cosmetics. No. How much do you know about this case?
0: Uh, A little bit. It was widely publicized, but I'm sure I don't know the actual facts. Okay.
1: Yeah, let's crack into it. Mary Kay Letourneau was a 34-year-old grade school teacher married with four children and living in Des Moines, Washington, a suburb south of Seattle, when she became close to her 12-year-old student, Billy Fulau.
0: Twelve years old.
1: Yeah. He spent time at her house after school and per the book Crimes and Capers of the Northwest by Heather Vale Goss, their relationship took an inappropriate turn when Billy, while comforting his teacher, which I don't know what to make of that, leaned in to kiss her. Goss also wrote that Billy had a bet going with a friend that he could get his teacher to have sex with him. Okay. So on... June 18, 1996, law enforcement approached Letourneau's minivan in a marina parking lot after a call from a security guard who reported that it was parked suspiciously. Mary Kay told the officer that she was a teacher and was looking after one of her students, while his mother, Suna, worked the night shift at a bakery. The cop had walked up on her and Billy while they'd been hooking up. When asked how old the student was, Mary Kay said he was 18 which confused the officer since Billy looked so young.
0: Yeah, that's, that was bold.
1: Yeah. You're in a steamy minivan.
0: parked on lover's lane.
1: Right. I don't know. It's rough. So when asked for ID, Billy said he didn't have any on hand. And when the cop asked him how old he was, Billy said he was 14. The officer took them to the station and called Billy's mom, Suna, who reassured the cop that she trusted Mary Kay with her son and it was fine for Mary Kay to take Billy home. Around this time, days before his 13th birthday, Mary Kay and Billy had sex at her house while her children slept and her husband was away for work. By the time Billy started seventh grade that September, Mary Kay was pregnant with his child.
0: That was a slip up.
1: What part of it? All of it. I know. So some background on Mary Kay. She was born in Tustin, California on January 30th, 1962. So she's an Aquarius. She was the fourth of seven kids. Her family was Catholic and her parents were ultra conservative. Her dad, John Schmitz, was a community college poli-sci teacher and then began a political career when Mary Kay was little. He won a Republican seat in the House of Representatives in the California State Senate. When Mary Kay was eight, the family moved to Sacramento and then later they moved to D.C. Her mom, Mary, campaigned against the Equal Rights Amendment. So this is just to give us a bit of insight into that atmosphere in which Mary Kay grew up. But to spend your time to be loud and proud and out against the Equal Rights Amendment. No
0: equal rights. We have our kitchens, we have our family. We take care of our kids.
1: Yeah, I take care of my kids. After her father lost a slot for presidential candidacy, they moved to Corona del Mar. While living there in August 1973, Mary Kay's youngest brother, Philip, who was three at the time, drowned in the family swimming pool. Very tragic. There's speculation that Mary Kay, who was 11 at the time, was supposed to be watching him. Allegedly, she felt like her family blamed her for his death. So that's a lot to saddle, and that actually gave me a flash of possible insight You know how I've always said that I think that Michael Jackson had arrested development and was stuck at like age 11 or 12 because of fame and his dad and just crazy stuff that went on that was probably not age appropriate. So that in his mind, he wasn't committing a crime or doing anything immoral in his mind still or like psychologically in his psyche, he still felt like a child. I wonder if this trauma when her brother died when she was 11 had a similar effect on her where it stunted her growth and kind of kept her feeling like a child for the rest of her life.
0: And yet still you're both predators.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't disagree. I agree. Let's put it that way. Okay. So she was a cheerleader in high school. And during this era, Mary Kay's mom, Mary had ramped up her political career and gave commentary on talk shows about family values and the sanctity of marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I am not opposed to either of those things in and of themselves. I just have a hard time with people who talk about them openly because those are usually like the crazy people and the murderers. The church-going pillar of the community Mm -hmm. is always the bad one. So, And it's also really a bummer and unfortunate that she was trumpeting about the sanctity of marriage, considering that in 1982, when Mary Kay was 20, her dad ran for U.S. Senate again, but torpedoed his career when it came out that he had sired two more children with a former student named Carla Stuckle. So he has two families. I know that Mary Kay's family didn't know about Carla, but I'm pretty sure Carla probably knew about the other family.
0: Let's just mix him twice the family, man.
1: I know, but isn't that... That just sounds exhausting to have two families. Don't you think that one spouse is enough?
0: I I do, Megan.
1: How many children do you you think are enough?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm happy with the one we have.
1: As many as you want to have. What about the Duggar family? Do you think that's excess? Oh, God. We don't need to get into them, but... But it's a real bummer that while his wife was leading the charge for marriage, Mr. Schmitz was impregnating another woman... Not once, but twice. This ruined John and Mary's careers respectively, but they stayed together. Which, I think that's the sanctity of marriage. Meanwhile, Mary Kay was attending Arizona State University when she met Steve Letourneau. Sparks flew. In 1984, she discovered she was pregnant with Steve's child. Soon after, she had a miscarriage. But it turns out she'd been pregnant with twins and the other babe made it to full term. Wow. Yeah, so at least one of them lived. That's really sad about the one who died. Mary Kay felt ambivalent about Steve, but married him anyway in June 1984, months before their son was born. She later said that she wasn't in love, but that her parents thought it was the right thing
0: to do. Okay, she wasn't raised to look for herself, I take it.
1: Well, and I don't know that they were arbiters of good decision making, with her dad having two families. Mary Kay and Steve moved to Alaska for Steve's job as a baggage handler for Alaska Airlines, They'd been there for a year when Steve was transferred to Seattle in 1987, and they had their second child, followed by two more in 1991 and 1993, respectively. So they're going for it, which I always find fascinating when you marry someone because you're pregnant, and then you're like, I don't really know if I even like this person, and then you proceed to
0: have multiple children with them. Do you think she was attracted to him as a baggage handler because she thought he could handle her past?
1: Such a good call. She's like, he is a baggage handler. And Lord, do I have baggage. Here, Steve, take it from me. Honey, that was a good one. It was kind of a dad joke, but that's pretty good. It was quick thinking. Light on your feet. So I finally found out the names of her four children, but out of respect, I'm not going to name them here. I feel like in all these stories, a big deal is made of the oldest and first child being born. But if a couple goes on to have more than two children, authors and journalists just blah, blah, blah their way through the rest of the kids. You know, like a big deal is always made when like a serial killer has their first child. But if they go on to have several more, wasn't they're that, chopped liver.
0: Wasn't that because <sighs> the first child was really close in age to the boy that she's?
1: I'm just saying in general, in general, crime stories. all this
0: Oldest? So in
1: 1980. Okay, no. In 1984, she discovered she was pregnant. And then this, the, I I can't call it an affair. It's child predation. The situation transpired. Her oldest was 12. Would have been
0: 12, 11 or 12. Same age.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. As Billy.
0: Yeah. That's why so much is weird.
1: Oh, that's a good call. But I'm also saying, and that's distinct from why I'm not naming them. I'm not naming them because they're probably sick to death of people prying into their personal lives, which they have been since the late 90s. No.
0: They're the focus here
1: but i just as a youngest child i feel like younger children sometimes get short shrift in general but i think that's part of youngest child syndrome trademark okay so in 1989 mary kay got a teaching degree from seattle university which is where my parents went and met that's where they met each other um she started teaching second grade at shorewood elementary school in Burien. throughout mary kay and steve's marriage they purportedly struggled financially no one considered theirs to be a happy union, and considering that they basically had a shotgun wedding, that's not surprising. Both Steve and Mary Kay allegedly had affairs. Steve may have been physically abusive to Mary Kay. Her attorney later claimed this, but Mary Kay had never filed charges against her husband. So, speculative, alleged. A bit of background on Vili Fulau. He was born on June twenty sixth, 1983, which makes him a cancer. I love cancers. He was born to a Samoan-American family just over a year after Mary Kay's first child was born. Kind of going back to what you just asked. So why is it weird to me that her future lover slash victim
0: was around the same age as her first kid? What do you mean? Like, why is it weird to you? Yes. Uh, Because everything about it is fucked up and wrong? I know.
1: I know. But it's like, when the whole thing of a piece is so screwed up, why does a detail like that get
0: me? I think people focus on that because they're like, this could have been her child. And these are innocent children. children. children.
1: And not only, I also think it's the thing a lot of people have a hard time with. Like, You're a father. You're a mother. How could you do that in general if they do something transgressive or subversive? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, It kind of ups the ante when you're
0: a parent. It's crimes against children. It's like, oh, and they have kids Mm -hmm. and they have kids that age. Yeah. And, yeah, that, that just makes it all the more horrible.
1: It cuts to the heart of everything taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Billy's mom worked at the bakery, and it sounds like his dad was in and out of prison and had several other children by different women. So he didn't really have a secure home life. Like, I know his mom really loved him, but it sounds like it was a little touch and go, rocky, making him the ideal candidate for a predator to groom or pursue. Mary Kay first met Billy in 1991 when she taught him in second grade. A few years later, she was promoted to teach fifth and sixth grades and wound up being his teacher again when he was in sixth grade. She took an immediate shine to him, wanting to nurture his intelligence and artistic ability. By January of 1996, still during his sixth grade year, Billy would stay in Mary Kay's classroom after school. She would invite him to have dinner at her house with the family, and he occasionally stayed the night there. Lily even joined Mary Kay, Steve, and the kids on a family vacation to Alaska. The two would openly flirt with each other and exchange letters and drawings. Other teachers began to notice that their relationship was off somehow. So this is the thing. I don't think it's unusual for a family to take in a kid who maybe doesn't have the best home life or doesn't have as many financial resources or whatever. It doesn't sound like they had, you know, they were rich, but... I don't think it's that weird that he went to Alaska with them, especially when it's like the whole family's there, the husband's there, the other kids are there. So that isn't that weird to me, but. It's
0: weird that she was flirtatious with him.
1: That is, that's what I'm saying. I think that that's, that's what sticks in my craw and that her husband probably captured that. That is so disturbing and wrong and weird and. But then I always think that I would just be the first to blow the whistle if I thought something hanky was happening in any scenario. It doesn't even have to be something like this. But that's not true. I get uncomfortable with confrontation. I go, oh, it's none of my business, or oh, I don't want to embarrass myself or butt into someone else's business.
0: Who would think that a woman her age would go for a 12-year-old? Like, like it's just it's so unconscionable that it's like you would kind of laugh at all
1: well but that also i think prevents people from speaking out in situations like this sometimes because they think oh no one's gonna believe me or this seems so absurd or out there what if it comes back on me like i'm a creepy weirdo for even assuming that something that untoward could be going on or having people not ostracize you but really be like what are you talking about that's not what's going on Other, As I said, other teachers began to notice that their relationship was off was off and this brings us back to the top of the story when they started having sex in the late spring of 1996. I'm aware that because Villy was 12 at the time I should refer to this as sexual assault and rape. That is certainly how law enforcement and media saw it. And I think that's how most people view it now.
0: They did but it's definitely downplayed when it's when these roles fall the way that they do when it's an older woman and a younger boy Mm -hmm. it is so downplayed from what it would be if those roles were reversed
1: i agree and we'll get into more of that in a bit (sighs) yeah it's a lot so that's all cultural yeah yeah it is and i think i mean this was in 1996 that this started bubbling up it's 2023 so what is that 27 years almost 30 years ago I think things have changed culturally, absolutely. I don't know how much they've changed when it comes to this, the nature of this sort of taboo. Anyhow, the power dynamic was obviously unbalanced and unfair, but I had a different sense of this story than I had while listening to a podcast like Betrayal. And Betrayal, if you haven't listened to it, it's amazing. It's about a high school teacher named uh, Spencer Heron and him being a dirty dog. I highly recommend. I'm sure you've already heard it. And then um, Teacher's Pet, which was a podcast out of Australia about more misconduct by male teachers against female students. That kind of goes back to what you mentioned, and we can get into that a little more in a bit. But I did have a different feeling about this story than when it's a male teacher. It doesn't even matter the age. I, 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 In a way, it does. I mean, do you think there's a difference between... A man pursuing a 16-year-old versus an 11-year-old? We're getting into kind of choppy
0: territory here, but... I'm not going to put a value judgment on
1: that. I know. It also felt different than my experience reading a woman named Maggie's account of being groomed and seduced by her married English teacher in North Dakota, which was featured in Lisa Tadeo's book three women so we can dig into the complications of that in a bit but for now remember that june 1996 was the first time mary Kay and billy were discovered in her minivan and it was a fucking minivan i am so sorry but that
0: (laughs) that's what my
1: family had a minivan we had we had a powdered blue and we minivan with faux wood paneling and Mm it was amazing okay while Mary Kay's students loved her and her colleagues noted her gift for working with kids, she wasn't a disciplinarian and her classrooms were a bit chaotic. Once she and Billy became close, supposedly other teachers and community members clocked that there was something amiss and inappropriate going on between them. People saw them having intimate exchanges. In one source, I read that people watched them slow dance
0: together. <laughs> uh, yeah, well?
1: I can't believe this. You're at a sixth grade dance? Yeah. And one of the teachers who's supposed to be a chaperone is canoodling with a 12-year-old? I mean, I could see that happening
0: and not being a big deal.
1: But do you think they left room for the Holy Ghost? Or do you think that they were really in there?
0: Was it a Catholic school? No, it was
1: not public school. So this could lead us into a tangent about how responsible we are when we see untoward shit happening, especially when a kid is involved. I'm unclear on whether anyone at the school stepped in to stop it or confront Mary Kay, but my guess is that they didn't, probably for reasons we cited a bit ago. So by September 1996, as Billy was starting seventh grade at Cascade Middle School, he continued to visit Mary Kay. So he's at a different school by the time she's pregnant.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Right? All right. So she discovers she's pregnant with his child. She considered making her husband, Steve, believe that it was his child, but Steve was already convinced something was going on between her and Billy. In February 1997, Stephen found love letters that Mary Kay had written to Billy. He confronted her and he showed up at Billy's house one day, threatening to expose him and Mary Kay to Billy's mom, which freaked Billy out. But it's like, why is Steve confronting a a 12 or 13 year old child about this? Instead of his wife? Uh Uh-huh. And the authorities. In Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what are you doing driving to a child's house to confront the child? It kind of goes to show birds of a feather, not a lot of emotional maturity or a lot of maturity full stop. If Mary Kay has this very childish, childlike demeanor and she's married to a dude who's childish or not very.
0: Wants to go find a 12 year old for his wife.
1: Yeah. I, it's very strange to me. Allegedly, Steve also ramped up on physical and emotional violence toward Mary Kay at the time, but again, alleged. Steve must have shared his suspicions and proof with other people because his cousin called CPS and the school district to report Mary Kay, and they, the school district, alerted the police. During a teacher's meeting in March 1997, she was arrested on charges of second-degree child rape. She was then released on bail.
0: Do we discuss what do you know about degrees of child rape what the hell does that it wasn't forced so that second degree i didn't know there were degrees i guess that makes sense
1: so when i did citizens academy which basically makes me a citizen deputy but they did at the courts they gave us all of these handouts that there are sentencing guidelines and grids literal grids that say what crime first offense or no. And then there's a different box if it was if it's first offense, second offense, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's kind of like shaded. And then it's also severity. There are all manner. It's basically a matrix of information. And then they base models for sentencing. And whether it's a misdemeanor, whether it's a felony, obviously, they have different ways of determining all that. I did not deep dive into that. But that would be interesting to know more about.
0: It totally makes sense, but I, I I don't know
1: what makes you wonder.
0: I don't know. Are the is there a third degree? How many degrees are there?
1: I understand. You're saying you you have a problem with it. Why is it second degree?
0: Well, I think second degree makes sense, but it, it's like because it wasn't. It wasn't forced. That we know. Well, it's a power dynamic thing. It's it not is a physical domination
1: coercion
0: it's coercion it's it's not
1: and that is one of the most challenging things about sexual abuse physical violence physical violence is actually a little bit easier because there are visible signs sure but when it comes to sexual assault those things happen in private so anyway steve mary Kay's husband sent their kids across the country to stay with family to avoid the spotlight smart move mature move Mary Kay was all over the national news. Steve spoke with local reporters about the allegations and threw Mary Kay under the bus. Hopefully it wasn't a school bus, though. (laughs) (laughs) Heather Vale Goss pointed out a parallel that I had missed. Just as Mary Kay's father had ruined his and his family's reputation by having an affair with a former student, Mary Kay was in the same boat, just with a more problematic bent. I get the vibe that Steve was a jerk. I have conflicting feelings about him trashing Mary to reporters. At the same time, it must have been shocking for him, and he probably knew it would bring unwanted attention into his and his children's lives. Finding out that your spouse is having an affair is one thing. Finding out that it's with a minor is another.
0: Psychologically, talk about emasculating.
1: Oh, my good lord. So, stay tuned for more overly obvious observations from me. (laughs) But yeah, can you imagine? I cannot imagine. During their investigation, detectives established that Mary Kay hadn't sexually abused any other children besides Billy. Do you think this is relevant or significant?
0: Yes. It shows that she wasn't a predator in the sense of multiple victims. And opportunistic.
1: She was opportunistic.
0: Circumstantial, as it were.
1: Right. She took a battery of psychological tests and was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I always forget. Yeah, that's the right one. People used to say manic depressive, but it's bipolar. Okay. When Vili and his mom, Suna, were interviewed, they insisted that Vili was not a victim and had not been traumatized by his relationship with his former teacher. In fact, Vili and Mary Kate both asserted that Vili had been the initiator when their dalliance began. Per Heather Vale Goss, in some states, statutory rape only holds if the female is a minor, But in Washington state, the law is gender neutral. That's interesting. What if this had happened in a state where it was female only? Yeah, She could have just done it with impunity and it wouldn't. I'm sure it still would have blown up in the media, but it wouldn't have put her in jail or prison. Do you think that's
0: true? Well, it makes me wonder what her mother would say about that because she was so anti. uh, What was she fighting against? Equal rights. Equal rights. What do you mean? So so her, her mother may have not thought that law was correct because it was an equal rights law
1: (laughs) the gender neutral one in washington yeah all right well that's kind of dark to joke about but yes (laughs) i see your point it's sort of like equal opportunity victimhood right like anybody can be targeted as a victim we're not gonna parse on gender okay after her arrest mary Kay pled guilty to statutory rape she stated that she knew her relationship with Billy was wrong, but that she felt strongly for him and didn't realize it was illegal or made her a criminal. Do you buy that?
0: I don't think that she didn't know it was illegal. Like, how stupid do you have to be?
1: Well, she, I'm not saying she was stupid. I think she was naive.
0: Well, give me a break. You think, talking that, about a 12 year old,
1: but you think that, I don't know, in situations like this, I can't tell. If someone like Mary Kay Letourneau was naive or if it behooved her to come across as naive
0: so that people would be leaning probably, with her. Probably both. She probably played it up.
1: Okay, so while she awaited sentencing, she gave birth to her and Villy's daughter in May 1997. Vili, now 14 years old, purportedly spent time with their newborn daughter and Mary Kay at her house, which seems like it was totally not allowed since Mary Kay was embroiled in legal hot water for her transgressions, so I'm not sure how they got away with that. But they found a way, which won't be the first time or the last. In August 1997, while in court, Mary Kay pleaded guilty to two counts of child rape, even though she said the relationship was consensual. In a plea deal, she was given six months with three months suspended, so she served three months in county jail and was ordered to undergo three years of sex offender treatment. Curiously, she was not put on a sex offender registry. Interesting. Right. She was also ordered to give up custody of her daughter to Suna, the grandmother, Billy's mom, and to have no contact with Billy ever again. Like these are the terms of the plea deal. It's like, all right, I'm going to go relatively I'm going to go really easy on you. You're going to get three months. She's going to undergo sex offender treatment for three years, but she can't have access to her daughter, which as a mother, I think is horrifying and terrible, but I understand why. And that she's just not supposed to see Billy again. He's 14. You already had his baby. We're all in court. We're not doing this again. You just can't see him. Okay? (laughs) Do you think that she listened?
0: I know she did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she got out of jail in early January 1998. She had no home, no family, no job, and was barred from teaching. While undergoing treatment for being a sex offender, she wasn't allowed contact with any children even the five that she'd given birth to. Well, we knew she couldn't see her youngest daughter, but the other four, she couldn't see them either. She moved into a house with a friend, and a month after getting out in early February 1998, Mary Kay and Villy were caught together again in a
0: car. Jesus, get a hotel room, mother.
1: Thank you. I am not condoning their relationship, but maybe play it smarter and stop having sex in cars on the street in public where anyone can stumble upon you especially since you've already been charged and now have a criminal record and are carrying on with the one person whom you've been explicitly told to avoid. Yeah. It's very hard to have compassion on many fronts, especially because he's 14. Heart wants what the heart wants, it. Uh, the officer, okay, the officer who discovered them found baby clothes, Mary Kay's passport, and several thousand dollars in cash in the car and assumed Mary Kay and Billy might be planning a getaway with their nine-month-old daughter, who was in Suna's care. Mary Kay contended that the passport was just for ID purposes and that the cash was for her attorney. Regardless, she had broken the terms of her plea agreement and violated her parole. When Mary Kay went before the judge again, her original plea agreement was toast, and she was sentenced to seven and a half years at the Washington Correction Center for Women in Gig Harbor, where my parents live, for breaching the plea agreement. agreement. During the month between her release and getting caught again, Mary Kay got pregnant with her and Billy's second daughter. Oh, my God. Who was born in October 1998 while Mary Kay was incarcerated. That year, she and Billy also published a book in France. Per one of her lawyers, the American public was disgusted by this case. But in France, they saw it as a love story. Interesting. The book was called, you want to guess?
0: Uh, I have no idea. Only
1: one crime. Love. Oh, boy. The punctuation of the title bothers me. I prefer a colon to a comma, because it's only one crime, comma, love. And I think it should be only one crime, colon, love. <laughs> okay. Mary Kay thought the book was a peon to their love story, but Willie treated it more like a notch in his bedpost for laying a teacher. By 1999, Steve and Mary Kay officially divorced while she was locked up. He got full custody of their children, and they moved back to Alaska. While serving time, Mary Kay kept busy by tutoring other women and going to the chapel for mass. She also spent a fair amount of time in solitary, not only for inviting the wrath of fellow prisoners and being defiant with the guards, but because she was busted for trying to send letters to Billy. She slipped them in with her breast milk that she was sending to Suna for her daughter. Mary Kay, why? One benefit of incarceration was that her children were allowed to visit her. In 2001, during her time in lockup, her dad died and she wasn't permitted to go to his funeral. Meanwhile, Vily's mother had full custody and was tasked with raising Villy and Mary Kay's two daughters. Villy wasn't faring well. He had dropped out of high school, struggled with depression, drank, and tried to take his own life in early 1999. Can we just spotlight that he was barely 19 years old? The victim of an older woman who not only took advantage of him, but completely messed with his sense of love, sex, and romance. And then he was dealing with scrutiny from the press, who I'm sure were cruel and relentless. Like, I cannot even imagine what that must have been like for him. And to be the father of two and you're 19 and the baby mama is in prison for loving you?
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was rough.
1: That is a mind fuck and a half. Even if he knew that his experience with Mary Kay was dysfunctional, they had two kids together and maybe he felt like she was the closest he ever knew of love. I don't know if it's the same for boys, but as a high schooler and college girl, Sex and hormones and passion felt a lot like love to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you're young and you're just kind of emotionally sloppy and messy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that Villy's future felt like a gigantic blank or worse, a nightmare of constant unwanted attention, comments and jokes. He was probably like, what the fuck is my life? Yeah, I'm Sure. In 2002, Billy and his family sued the school district and the city police department for failing to protect him from Mary Kay. So that's an about face. And I do find that interesting.
0: That seems like a... uh... Cash grab? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, I kind of get this. People speculated on whether this was a cash grab, but I don't think so. It was an about face from when Billy and Suna told investigators that he was fine when asked in 1996... But he was so mired in it. He was so young when they initially asked him. But this is where Mary Kay starts to feel more like a criminal and less like a shrinking Violet who just happened to fall in love with a child. I don't think that Villy or Suna realized how messed up the situation was until years later. In hindsight, like, looking back going, man, that was really fucked up. Like, when we were in it, we could justify it or we could minimize things. But now that we're older and wiser and we have perspective... This was way more messed up than we realized at the time.
0: Well, it's like, yeah, he felt like he was the man. He, he won a bet because he got to sleep with his teacher. It wasn't that cool. But then, yeah, you're 12 and then you're saddled with a child and you're 13. Like, yeah. You've just changed the entire outcome of your life and just didn't realize that that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid.
1: Because even if the initial grooming and sexual relations weren't totally damaging to Billy, which who's to say they weren't, the fallout and collateral damage absolutely were, whether we're talking about the two innocent babies they made and how it affected them and Billy's mom and other family members, not to mention the pain that Mary Kay's first four children experienced. Add to that the emotional and psychological damage surrounding the exploitation of Billy's nascent sexuality, and that he was robbed of the experience of having a quote-unquote normal childhood or one that wasn't defined by this older woman.
0: Yeah.
1: Objectifying him, in a way, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. But, and then the media. Okay, so the Fula was lost at trial and the case was dismissed. Before we get into Mary Kay and Billy's lives after she left prison, I want to briefly discuss why this case in- intrigues me. I'm fascinated by this story because I can't wrap my head around it. My predominating knee-jerk is that Letourneau perpetrated child sexual abuse. But that feels too one note. Yeah, I agree. If I'm honest, that sensibility feels like it's been fed to me by different news accounts that I have read about this story. I can't get a grip on my true feelings about it. Part of me doesn't think Mary Kay was a dangerous predator, but immediately after thinking that, someone else marches into my brain and tells me how morally bankrupt it is to think that way. Like, I'm a fucking monster if I don't think that she's a predator.
0: Yeah. I think it's really interesting that you chose Michael Jackson at the beginning of this as a comparison.
1: It's not a comparison. It's just my supposing that some pedophiles, I'm sure, justify to themselves that they inside themselves feel as innocent as a child or still feel like a child. And so they therefore justify it and don't think it's wrong.
0: I agree. I, I think it's it's a pretty smart comparison because I think that you're right. I think that both of these people were damaged in some way that caused them to think that this was going to be okay.
1: Well, it like, stunted them. I just... it didn't I dawn on me until I read, oh, she was 11 when her brother drowned, and she felt like her family blamed her for that, and she probably took that on. Maybe that cemented, you know, haven't you heard that? Or like when people have done like hard drugs that you kind of get stuck at the age you are when you got lost in that.
0: And I, I don't but know was, There there's was... these stories about Jackson having his older brothers had like pushed hookers on him or I don't know if there were hookers. Whatever it was. Sex workers. Yes. Women when he was like that.
1: a child. Yes.
0: And like how traumatizing that is. And
1: terrifying. That. Yes. And abusive.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Very abusive. Okay. So culturally, sex and gender have it so that only girls and women can be victimized by sexual predators. Did Billy feel victimized or was there an element of him being the cool kid who had betted a lady by the time he was 12?
0: Well, he had a bet about it.
1: Yeah. Well and... supposedly. Anytime I read stuff like that, I'm like, did Villy directly tell you that? Or where are we getting this information? Oh, his friend. Maybe so. It's probably some complicated, upsetting combination of both and a whole lot more. You know, like was it was it this, was it that? It's it's a lot of things. It there's there's nuance. And I'm sorry for bringing this up because it's so uncomfortable, but I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the nuances and complexities of the case if I don't address some of these questions and themes. I'm not trying to justify anything. I'm just saying, can we have a deeper conversation than just the very strict black and white narrative that gets retold with these stories?
0: I can tell you that I know men who had sex with teachers when they were in high school and it was like basically bragging rights for the rest of their life like a, how they saw
1: it a feather in their cap
0: yeah it, it was like you know yeah lost my virginity in high school to a teacher it's not the same for men and women it's just not
1: i agree the media was so ready to lambast mary Kay. people lick their chops anytime a salacious and taboo story like this crops up But I sense that she struggled with mental health issues beyond the bipolar diagnosis. I don't think she asserted herself or felt much agency in her life. I don't think she even viewed pursuing a romance with Billy as assertion, agency, or choice. I think she was sincerely over the moon about this kid and that she viewed it as destiny and something beyond her control. She didn't care if other people couldn't understand it. This also tracks with what I interpret as her innate passivity,
0: right? How about... Insecurity slash, what's the word I'm looking for? She was childlike. She was...
1: Yeah. Some of her issues may have stemmed from her traumatic childhood, especially the death of her brother, for which she felt blamed. I don't think she felt responsible, but she believed other people thought she that she was. On top of that, her father had a very public fall from grace. His inclination for infidelity makes me wonder if some of Mary Kay Letourneau's story isn't partly defined by blood memory epigenetics and generational or inherited trauma. Mary Kay was released from prison in August 2004. She registered as a level two sex offender, so she didn't initially have to, but then she did. She was again ordered not to contact Billy, but by this time, Billy was 21, and he had requested to have the order removed so they could see each other. A judge granted his motion. The following year, he and Mary Kay married in May 2005. Two children from Mary Kay's first marriage attended, and one of her older daughters was a bridesmaid. That's very gracious of the daughter, I feel like. Yeah. Villy and Mary Kay's daughters were the flower girls. By this time, Mary Kay was 43 and Villy was still 21. So she was 22 years older than him. That's right. Okay. So there was an era when Mary Kay and Villy figured they may as well capitalize on their considerable, albeit shady, celebrity. I think they both knew it was gross to be cutesy or jokey jokey and play like the scandal was all in good fun. And yet another part of them was like, let's just roll with it. They reportedly received between $750,000 and a million dollars for selling footage of their wedding to tabloids. According to a couple of sources, throughout her marriage, Mary Kay worked as a legal assistant, and Villy worked at a home improvement store and moonlighted as a DJ. In May 2009, Mary Kay hosted a DJ, or I'm sorry, Mary Kay hosted a party, and Villy DJed at a bar in Pioneer Square in Seattle. The theme... Was hot for teacher.
0: I should have saw that coming.
1: I'm not throwing shade, but that's tacky.
0: Well, I mean...
1: Do you think they did this sort of thing to try to normalize their experience, even though everyone, including them, knew that there was nothing normal about it? Or to make money from it?
0: I think they needed money.
1: Oh, God, it's weird, though. Isn't there a, um, a law, Son of Sam law, where you cannot make money off of your own crimes?
0: about that
1: i wonder if that could apply in a situation like obviously it doesn't apply that mary kay latourne made money off of her own crimes after the fact because the tabloids wouldn't have wanted their wedding footage if she hadn't molested a child right Right. anyway that's interesting how it didn't apply in that case or their book right sales of their book
0: also the fact that she was a pretty lady and it wasn't like a
1: yeah, she was very attractive.
0: Like, if she hadn't been, this wouldn't be such a... Sensation. story. Right.
1: From what I have read, Mary Kay and Billy have had tenuous and awkward relationships with her children from her first marriage. For obvious reasons. But two of them went to the wedding. So back to the idea of why or how this would be different if it were a man with a girl student. Another thing to keep in mind is that usually the stories we hear or read about a male teacher and a female student involve high schoolers or students who are in their teens, not 12. That ups the ante, don't you think? Yeah. It's impossible to try to substitute this story with a man in her role and a girl in Villy's. It's different paradigms. There is no legit way to draw comparisons because our concepts of these gender and power dynamics are cemented and come from so many realms of culture and history. I wonder if the public came to see Mary Kay Letourneau as a Hester Prynne or Anna Karenina, Could part of the media pylon have stemmed from people's anger that a woman would take sexual pleasure no matter how transgressive? Were people vengeful on a deeper level because Mary Kay shattered everything that represents what we think a woman should be? Do you think she got a thrill from the transgressive nature of it?
0: I think it's a couple things. Like I think it's the fact that he was so young. She was in a role of caretaker as a teacher a guide for this child and definitely position of power over this child she broke all of the tenets of trust
1: yes and if it's true institutional trust institutional every trust, kind of trust
0: personal his trust, trust his mother's trust yes it's her family's trust yes you're like and if, it, it.
1: if it's true that Villy quote-unquote initiated by like leaning in to kiss her That was her opportunity to say, hey, Mm -hmm. not going to happen. I'm an adult. Yeah, we're not doing this. And never again. But that's not what she chose. And then again, like, did she still feel in many ways like a child herself? There's a vagueness and dreaminess about her that makes her hard to pin down. It's like she has no solid edges. She's this flighty ephemeral creature, a blank space for society to project whatever they want to see onto. I sense that as he got older, Billy knew intellectually that his origin story with Mary Kay was fucked up and exploitative. But I also think he loved her for real. Do you think it was like a form of Stockholm syndrome or do you think it was legit?
0: I mean, Harold and Maud, age is not. Age is just a number. Age is just a number, you know? And Is
1: that part of like the Nambla credo?
0: god rose
1: i'm sorry i know
0: i mean yeah it's, it's totally possible for him to fall in love as a 12 year old can understand love the fact that he remained there like i it makes me wonder if they hadn't had any of the the children all says he needed her help
1: it's not just the children i think another uncanny or Sensational element of the story is that they stayed connected and got married,
0: right? And, that's and, and had a
1: family together. Yeah. And, and was so it? unusual. And I mean, again, I think that this is why people don't like having nuanced conversations about child predation, that sort of thing. It can be can feel really risky and messed up. But it's like the thing about their relationship, like how can you gauge other people's definitions or experiences of love, especially when he came of age but it was based on something so wrong because he was a child when it Mm. began. I think Villy and Mary Kay loved each other, but it was founded on something fundamentally wrong, at least by society standards. Even if they felt like their love was stronger than other people's judgment or condemnation, there's no way they and their marriage weren't affected by that.
0: Well, the fact that she completely derailed a child's life and made him a father At 13 years old. Yeah. It takes two, but he did not understand the consequences of his actions. I'm sorry. Okay. 12 years old is not old. And
1: she's a grown woman who's had four children already and knows exactly how it works.
0: That's right. Yeah. I think it's really basic.
1: I don't know how to qualify or quantify the wrongness of it, but there's something insidiously low rent about it. Villy was sensitive to that in a way that Mary Kay couldn't be. I think he's grappled with trying to understand whether this was true love. And I think Mary Kay always insisted, yes, it absolutely is and was, right?
0: Like how would he know? He's never been in love before, he's never had a relationship before, he never had one after that. This is what he's stuck with, with.
1: Yeah. So then but that's the thing too. That's like his crucible because it's like, is this true love? Is this exploitation or some terrifying combination of both? Which is very disturbing. And we only know what we know, right? We only know what we've experienced and what we've learned from relationships and education and trial and error. If you were exposed to something, yeah, you can't take your psyche out of your body. You have what your life has been, right, to go on.
0: Let me put it this way. She met him in second grade. Yeah. So she was teaching him how to add and subtract and then also teaching him all about life and children and how do you make a a husband and a full-on partner out of somebody that you basically helped raise i don't know that's fucked up
1: it is it's disturbing deeply disturbing again with the rest of development i think billy was caught in that because of his relationship with her so 12 years after they married billy filed for separation In 2017, he moved to California, and the divorce was finalized in 2019. When Mary Kay was diagnosed with colorectal cancer, Billy went back to the Seattle area to be with her and care for her for the last couple months of her life. Mary Kay Letourneau died on July 6, 2020, at age 58. She left most of her estate to Billy.
0: Wow. I think I had heard that she had died, but that's sad. That's like a sad end of the story. And the fact that they did get divorced, too is like a different I don't know.
1: is it like maybe Villy outgrew her
0: I hope so mm-hmm. me too you know yeah i hope so but those kids those kids are are the ones that are the biggest victims of all
1: absolutely all the kids mm-hmm. from her first marriage they but you know i've seen interviews with their daughters they seem like extremely poised high functioning well loved Great people. So there's that. Anyway, listeners, why and how would this story be different if the gender roles were reversed? Is this straight up child rape or is it more complicated? Are we sick if we believe the latter? Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at nwonpod at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe, tell people about us. Tell the neighborhood watch dog group. No, what? Neighborhood watch. Tell a librarian to know. about our podcast.
0: Tell your mailman because they need podcasts. That's boring.
1: I already told them to tell the mail people. Oh. Mail carrier, primary bedroom, not master bedroom. Let us know if there's a Pacific Northwest true crime story that you'd like us to cover. And until next time, you do you as long as it doesn't hurt anyone.
0: Bye, guys.